We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And welcome to the Pacific Catch post-game show. Andy Lou, for a moment there, I thought this was going to be a really depressing episode with a back-to-back loss, but but you can count on Steph and you can count on Draymond to uh, to put us in a good mood. We're recording this right after the Warriors' 127-118 win over the Washington Wizards. How you doing, man? That was exactly how I felt about this game. Look, we're not working today. I, you know, I had a good workout, good lunch, came and caught the game and said, we're, good. we're watching a replay of last night is what it felt like. We're watching a replay yesterday. But, like, you, you know, you got Stephen Draymond. It's got the Warriors four championships, and uh, it's good enough to get them a win in mid-January <laughs> in Washington. Uh, they did it for Joe Biden. They did it for the White House, I guess. Uh, he couldn't go in there with a back-to-back loss on the road, right? So that was classic Warriors in the last, what, eight minutes of the game, Sam? So that's all they needed. That's all they need for really a lot of these games this season is that can they just play a, a lockdown eight minutes, and sometimes they do it, sometimes they don't. Today they did. Yeah, it was, I mean, frustrating is the best way to put it. They were fouling nonstop early, all the same issues that have plagued this team all season. And then uh, in the fourth quarter, they take some ownership. And uh, we'll talk about Steph, uh, who scored over 40, and they needed it per usual. But I want to start on Draymond Green and actually quote from friend of the show, Anthony Slater. Draymond Green went at it with a fan behind the scorer's table much of the night, seemed to fire Draymond up. He's had a monster second half, chirping at fans after every play. Bob Myers, Mike Dunleavy, and Joe Lacob <laughs> went up to that guy on the way out. Might have thanked him. Um, look, man, I, we've watched a lot of Draymond over the years. You can tell when that extra gear has been lit in him. And they got it tonight, and they needed it. I, I, he had 11 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, points are never the metric for Draymond, you know, defensive plays everywhere, key offensive rebounds. It's just kind of one of those like, you know, like, fuck you, I'm going to take over type of games for Draymond. I, I was wondering, I'm so glad you brought this up first, because I was wondering why he was playing with so much energy. I, to me, I thought maybe it was just back to back. They lost the first one. It was a frustrating first half of the game. But hey, if that's what that's what Slater's reporting, then. You know, if I was Joe Lacob, I'd pay someone, you know, $500 the game to just go sit in the corner. Like, they could be a Warriors fan and just have them piss Draymond off. Like, I'd do that. I would just pay a guy and just, hey, can you just can you just talk shit to Draymond so he's locked in every other game? And isn't it, isn't it also so 
Warriors at this point in all of their careers to need that to play a game like this because these guys have accomplished so, so, so much. And that's why my frustrations are never going to be with Steph, Clay, and Draymond because those guys have done everything that you've ever wanted to do. 99% of NBA players in the history of basketball has never done what Steph, Clay, and Draymond have done. So for me, I've never gotten frustrated at them. It's always been, why is everyone else playing with no energy and passion? And Sam, tonight, again, as usual for the season, it's not everyone else that saved the Warriors. It's who it always is. It's always going to be Draymond. It's always going to be Steph, right? Those guys were amazing. And Jordan Poole stepped up today, too. So that's another guy. But it always, 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 always. Those I mean, guys. this team starts and ends with them on a basic level. It, it, it I mean, schematically, the offense is based around Steph. The defense is based around Draymond. Emotionally, the team feeds off of both Steph's kind of like positive energy and Draymond's fire. Like everything revolves around those two guys. And like just also just it's those two. And if they have a bunch of wings, they win titles. If they have a bunch of guards who pretend to be wings, they're kind of a playing team. And this one, I don't know. We could talk about the roster stuff, but like the the proof we have proof that the Steph and Draymond formula with the right amount of wings always wins. So I, I, to me, a lot of what I saw from Steph and Draymond today reminded me of 2020, 21. I thought their body language was awful in the beginning part of the game. Steph was visibly frustrated with uh, lamb and Jerome and Dante and various players and nothing abnormal, just, frustrations that they're not picking up on what they should be doing as fast as they can. And then at the end, those two guys are just like, you know, screw it. We're going to just try to drag this to win. Uh, And tonight they did. And I don't know, man, it just does feel so much like two years ago. And I hate to keep going back to that card, but doesn't it? Because nothing changes. I mean, two years ago, you would have a good game. I won't even say this is a good game, by the way. Like, I'm happy because the Warriors won. They I'm needed the win, they, though. They needed the win. But, like, the mm-hmm. issues, the core issues are not solved this game. I didn't watch this game and go, yep, this is this this is a good – this foreshadows a good 10-game stretch the Warriors are have. I think we're too deep in the season now to really say that things are just going to automatically change. Now, you know, Wiggins – gets healthier and, and Kaminga comes back and Clay plays back like that may change yeah. things but you watched this game in itself nothing about this game makes you think that this team is a real team this is this is just Steph is better than everyone else on the court Draymond is better than everyone else in crunch time and they win the game um one thing that I thought was interesting to start this game I saw the same thing the frustrations that you saw which was very 2020 but Steph just tried harder to start the game um right he, he, I mean, yesterday was, obvious. oh, he did less of the, uh, like, wh- I'm going to let other people get going. It was like, no, I gotta, I gotta assert myself off the bat. He, and again, like he did that in, in Indiana and then he hurt a shoulder. So uh, I'm not yeah. saying that's why, why he did it, but he knows Steph knows. I'm trying to say is Steph knows that he's going to have to do this for the Warriors to win. I think maybe he was kind of hoping or just kind of trying to play through the system and say like, Hey, if we can win as a team, then uh, going first right in a game we can win together as a team then we can we can make easier make a game an easier thing but i think these warriors aren't good enough it's just steph you got to go in there start the game he shot 28 times 12 free throws i mean that's just what you have to do there's no other way around it for this team right now mm-hmm. you can't go in there and say all right i'm gonna go and, and let's clay chuck the ball up for six minutes and let wiggins shoot step back twos and let jordan bull turn the ball like well you can't you just can't 
You can't. Steph, you got to go out there. You got to do what you've been doing for <laughs> carry this franchise for, for a decade and a half, right? There's no difference right now. He's got to do that every game. By the way, we, we got the box score up here right now. Uh, the best stat of tonight, Anthony Lamb plus 36. Oh, my um, God. It just speaks to – I mean, it was a small ball game. Um, well, they really only have two bigs, so by virtue of that, they're going to go small anytime he's not on the floor. Um, I'm and- watching, by the way, I'm watching Wiseman, Kaminga, and Iguodala on the bench, and I'm I'm frustrated. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, It's just – We can get to this a little later. Yeah, it's, 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 dude, it's so frustrating. <laughs> keep going, keep it's going. It's frustrating. Yeah. You know, it's it, – it, I, I tweeted this out, but it's just like, get me to after the trade deadline. That's I, I just want to know where the chips lie so that they can make a push or not. You know, what um, moves are right made, now, just, like what moves are made. You think that you think those yeah. Sam, Sam sources, Sam sources on the record. Uh, it just we'll feels like it. they're going to have to shake it up, even if it's have just to. a buyout or something, you know, like. But anyway, um, Lamb, I mean, look, man, he played 25 minutes and it's one of those things where it's like, does he make bad rotations on defense? Yes. In Chicago, particularly, like how many times do you see him over help? I mean, really just pick any game. Right. Um, but then on the other hand, you're like, he's what they got and he gets what they want to do. And just like, yeah. he'll at least space the ball and make the extra pass enough times. And it's one of those things where it's like the fact he's playing 25 minutes should be the siren to the front office. You know, it's not that like there's anything wrong with lamb. Um, it's that a guy that you didn't even think was going to be on your roster that you picked up in camp and gave a two-way to is like the sixth or seventh man in this Close rotation. The game. And and that speaks to your lack of depth. That speaks to your lack of depth. So um I have yeah. a lamb take while you're talking about it. So I'll have a lamb mm-hmm. take. Go um ahead. so so before we move on to other stuff, to me he is the he is the figurehead of the lack of I think cohesion between Steve Kerr and Joe Lacob. That's what I think. I think I think Joe Lacob if you were to ask Joe Lacob about the Anthony Lamb, he'll probably say, "Why don't we're not winning games? We may as we may as well just let guys like Patrick Baldwin develop. We I may like as this. well let guys like Kaminga and 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 Moody develop. Wiseman, sorry, let's throw all four guys, th- those four guys in there because none of those guys are playing right now. Why don't we just let them develop? We're not winning. If the Warriors were thirty-one and eleven, or not even that, halfway between that, let's say just ten games over five hundred, I think you could say like, "Cool, cool, anything land that'll work." Like you guys are good. Like don't play the rest of the guys. But Steve Kerr is saying, "Well, we're not good. We're twenty-one and twenty-one. We have a losing record coming into this game. I have to play the guy that's closest to developed, which are the, the most which is Anthony to Lamb. help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even though, like, even even for me, I'm probably more Joe Lacob. So I'm like, dude, you guys suck. This guy's not even that great. You may as well just let the young guys play. But Steve Kerr's like, no, I'm not going to let that happen because why would I do that if Anthony Lamb can make a three? Anthony Lamb took a charge today. Even guys like me, I don't like him. He made a couple plays down the stretch and he closed the game. That, I think, is – that's the problem. I mean, like you said, that's the problem. He is – he is that player, and I think that decision, Sam, is going to come to an end when they have to decide, do we convert Anthony Lamb or do we not? That, I think, is going to be the question. Because if they and do... Just to, just, to, just to clarify on that, he's going to run out of days at the trade deadline. So, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, at the trade deadline or the All-Star break? Wow. i got to double-check that one. But it's yeah. basically like they have to make a decision because he's playing every game. They don't have the depth to not play him. At least Ty Jerome, they cannot play if they have all their guards. Like if Clay's in lineup and you got Poole and Steph and Dante, you don't need Lamb in in uniform every game. 
Um, but for for Lamb, they they don't really have a choice. Um, I want to talk Jordan Poole real quick. I excellent game. I mean, this is the pool that the Warriors envisioned when they gave the big contract to. This was the guy who uh, really broke out last year, and you know, for extended periods of last year, I felt like he should have been starting over Clay. To be honest, like it, he's when him and Steph are aggressive together, it's unguardable because now you got a, another guard next to Steph who can pass dribble and shoot. And if you overhelp, he can do, he, he can attack off of that. And um, it was good to see pool play this well tonight and they, they needed it. So that's, that's my thing. My, my thing, my other thing with this is pool also played really well because he didn't have to handle the ball as much. You know what I mean? He was, you have Stephanie, you have Draymond there, and he can play more of that combo guard instead of having to be the lead ball handler, which it's, it's been subpar when he's done it so far this year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it makes it, his life is, is a lot easier with, uh, with Steph out there. Um, that was, that was one of his best. That was vintage Jordan Poole. And by vintage, I mean, like, that's what he looked like last season. Just, just crazy threes that he would make, but all in rhythm. Just in rhythm after a made layup. Decisive gets the ball, either attacks or shoots or passes, not like 15 dribbles going nowhere. Yeah. Couple couple defensive stops, too, by the way. Very interesting. Couple defensive stops. I mean, I don't expect to be a stopper. I just want him to give the effort, right? You know, that's That's kind of what it is. Um, The one thing I've noticed that could really help this Warriors team outside of a move is Andrew Wiggins. Another subpar game for him. Um, only two, only three rebounds. Not really attacking the rim. Uh, not hitting his threes. He'll come around with his outside shot. But in general, um, this is the least Wiggins has got to the rim in his entire career. Uh, and for a team who is currently last in shots at the rim in the NBA with the lowest percentage of shots in the NBA at the rim, they they need they need um they need some athleticism and Wiggins and Kumingo Kumingo is not in lineup right now are probably your two best bets of being guys who can get to the rim and kind of use their athleticism and I, I I'm I'm gonna give Wiggins a pass here and let's give him a couple more games to figure it out because he missed a lot of time um but they desperately need that I. I think he's scared of uh, of re-injuring. It feels like, like I'm I'm just guessing out there, but he's not. It's not that he can't move the same way he was pre-injury, but he's not really taking the uh, the aggressiveness that he had pre-injury. I think that's both offensively, offensively and defensively. So I do think like some of it's he's yeah. had a long freaking time. It's weird, you know. Steph was out a long time, came back, and he's fine. But that's Steph. That's yeah, a top ten really player of fair. all time. Yeah, guys, guys like Steph, KD, and LeBron. You remember like, Kevin Durant? He would come yeah, back yeah. from a game and just be fine. First game, first game, twelve for 17, 32 points. You know, it's just like it's nothing. Um, yeah, it's, it, I Niner Niner Warriors in the chat uh, saying Wiggins is going to take a couple weeks. He has lost a lot of yeah. weight. It could be yeah. that. I mean, it, the reality is we can all see he's not playing like the Wiggins. Um, that we've seen the last year and a half, and so that's at least one thing. Whenever he gets back that's going to help the team because he's got another gear uh, and they desperately need it because like my biggest take with this team, if we want to talk about deadline moves or what they need to do, 
they just they feel small and unathletic a lot of the time, you know, and small doesn't always mean short. Like GP two was short, but he felt big. You know what I'm saying? Um, this team right now, like it feels small and unathletic and Wiggins playing athletic is one, one component of that. Kuminga would be another, but it still feels like they need more than that to like actually have the type of team who can, who can compete. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it does. And you talk about Kuminga. Somebody's asking if, if Kuminga's out for the year. I just, He's just where is he? He's practicing. Looks like he's, he's practicing I'm, according to he's, he's gonna play on Thursday. You think he's gonna play on Thursday? He's already practiced, so I would assume he plays on Thursday or Friday. Um, it's the Warriors, so I can't say for sure. Who knows? Um, but if I was to guess, he plays. I don't think Wiseman or Jamichael have a shot at playing on this road trip because it doesn't sound like they've been clear to practice yet. They're, they're just close, they're, they're at the edge, you know. But anyway, back to your point ridiculous it's ridiculous um i know we got, a, we got another segment we want to get to but uh I, this is hilarious uh from from no cap our guy i don't know if he likes me or not i think he just he just says stuff he said why did kyla mill say on locked on warriors that the front office is shopping jordan pool i mean i, I, don't, I, don't, I listen to the show i listen to the show I'm just saying I'm just saying that's your favorite show right sam fuck off um <laughs> All right, let's move on. They can't really trade Jordan Poole until the offseason anyway. It's worth calling out because he signed an early extension. He's a poison pill. It's almost impossible cap-wise to trade him in season. Now, in the summer, it could be a different story. They could decide to trade him and um, you know remake the roster, but there's no chance that they're making a move right now. I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to remake the roster in the offseason, but I'm not doing that now. We got We still got a season to get to. Not, um, no. no, well, it's just, it's just not going to happen in season. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the deal. It go down. It go down in the deal. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
there is i do have something interesting to play for you so um loyal light ears goon baltege threw this out there and actually sent me a clip from a podcast where um some warriors talk was coming from chris mannix and i just want to play this for you real quick okay talk to people around the league who have you know, conversed with the Warriors, talked to their front office. To your point, they're pretty keenly aware that they need something. This is not a problem or problems in Golden State that I think they believe can simply be resolved internally. They might be a better than 500 team internally, but they're not a championship team internally because they don't have the veteran pieces off the bench that they've been able to rely on in years past. Something we've talked about a lot uh, on this podcast. So, I do think they're going to be very aggressive, whether it's at the trade deadline or when the buyout market starts to crystallize. Very, very interesting. That is what I like to hear, Andy. That is what I like to hear. It's like he reads our tweets or reads the pods or something. That is well, Chris really Mayerson, national. Chris Mayerson, a national reporter. Um, that's Chris Mayerson, Howard Beck. They're not nobodies. They're definitely sourced. They talk to people. Doesn't mean it's going to happen, but it just means that's what people are talking about. I mean, the reality is no one's – you can't watch this Warriors watch team games. and yeah. feel like they're Come good on. to go for next year. Last year's team – when they were Be healthy, serious. started the year 18-2, and two, and you knew if they were healthy, they had a shot to compete with anyone. This year's team, when they're healthy, <laughs> they're 500. When they're not healthy, they're 500. They're just the epitome <laughs> of mediocre, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, and, like, like, so let me ask you, what do you think they need? Like, try, just on a um, – like, I'm going to spin this another way. I'm going spin, to okay. spin this another way. I, I'm going to say – because we, we've argued about the big man. We've argued about the wing. I think um, <laughs> I think that um, it to me, it's who are they not going to trade and who are they going to trade? So for all the talk about Draymond Green, I don't think he goes anywhere uh, in the trade line. Def, I would say like a not 0.001% chance. And I also think, you know, people mentioned Jordan Poole, et cetera, outside of the financial, outside of the cap issues that you can't do that. I don't think there's anything that they do to remake the roster. I think it's only the James Wiseman contract piece. I think it's that. They're for sure trying to move that. And then I think it's buyouts uh, on the market. That's it. It's all they could do. And if you're talking to me, if you're talking about one guy, I think the Warriors need and love. I mean, this rumor came out almost a month or so ago now, and it's just sticking in my head. It's Alice Caruso. That's the guy to me that they need. Big man makes sense. Big man, big man, big man, big man. They want to get to the postseason. All makes sense. But if you're talking about two-way wings, Moses Moody doesn't look like he's going to be able to play now. He's definitely not going to play able to play in the postseason, right? Jonathan Kaminga, he looks like he's going to be able to play, but let's get him back on the court first. I think Caruso Sam is the guy that they they really – I bet you they're honing in on that. And I bet you – and the contract works out. Wiseman's got a big contract. Okay, I don't know why Chicago would do that. But if – the Warriors were to make a trade and you ask for what's on that wish list. I bet you that guy's at the top. He's a perfect player. He's like Dante, but taller, um, but also a better defender, passer, like everything. He's the same size as Dante, but he is a superior player. I mean, he, he, he guarded Steph as well as anyone's guarded Steph all year. He's on the short list of best point of attack defenders. Very smart player. Just like a shorter Iguodala, if we're being honest. Um, definitely would fit. My whole thing is if they get him, they still feel small. 
I need them to do something. I need them to add a little more size in some capacity. I'm not opposed to that, but to me, it's like, can you get another athlete who could play on the front line? Could be a wing, could be a could be a center, could be whatever, but they need they need someone who adds a little more pop to this team because they just, I don't know, they won this game because Steph and Draymond dialed in deep, but they had to dial in deep to beat the Wizards. Against the Bulls, they just looked unathletic. Against the Wizards half this game, they looked unathletic. Um, maybe they just need to go the other way. Maybe you're right. Maybe they just I, need to um, just get better players and you know forget, don't even worry about that sort of stuff, but... I don't yeah. I think maybe there's a big stiff big out there. I was gonna say big stiff wing. I bet there's gonna be a stiff big out there you can get on the bio market, but trade wise, mm-hmm. it almost feels like Kaminga, that's your that's your that's your minutes, man. Like go go get those minutes. You you have to be that wing guy. Um I've seen a lot of this one. Can I talk about this real quick? You brought this chat up. Um Boogie Cousins make it happen. No. The guy's a terrible basketball player. He also doesn't play the style that the Warriors play. He's more of a chuck shooter type of guy. Doesn't play any type of defense. Shoots He's threes so for no slow. reason. He's not going to help. Not even in the NBA, right? Yeah, he just he does nothing to help him unless you're a team that has Steph, KD, Draymond, and Clay and Andre, and that way you can just that do was whatever four you years. Want. That was four <laughs> years. <laughs> do ago. whatever you want. It's not even that in the was, league. That was four years ago, and he looked washed then. So it's one of those things where it's just like I, you know. Yeah, it'd be nice to add like the 2017 version of him, but that guy's gone. You also, know? also not a guy they want in the locker room. They've said as much. I mean, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's it's gonna be to me. It's gonna be really interesting to see the way this plays out because it's it's pretty obvious the trade market is. How do I put this? Um, at a standstill because no one knows who actually wants to sell. You bring up Caruso and, um. Uh, he's a perfect Warriors player. Everyone can see how he fits the Warriors. High IQ, really My gives guy. a shit defensively, and um, can do all sorts of um, can, can just can just upgrade the team in in very in different ways. Um, what concerns me, is, or the the issue with it is, we don't know if Chicago wants to sell. Chicago's like right there for the play, and they could go either direction. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of. That's kind of the question we're dealing with. I would be fascinated to see who's out in the buyout market. And then we're not just not going to know that for a while. Uh, we're not going to know that for a few weeks, but I think the buyout stuff is the biggest one. I mean, the Warriors have gotten some guys from buyout, but um, it's been, every, it's not every, like you, yeah. it's not, you're not changing your championship stuff with them, but they need to win games, man. Like they need, they've got 40, 40 games left in the season. They got to win them. And you can't just say, here's our guys. They're going to be clay last night. Clay last night had a quote saying, we're going to be fine. I'm not worried. As long as we get into the postseason, we're going to be fine. And hopefully we can get a good seed. That was Clay's quote last night. I get it. I get the confidence. He said the same thing last season down two one in the finals, and they ended up winning the last three games. But you also got to win games in the regular season. You got to go 25 and 15 down the stretch here. Something like that. Maybe 27 and 13. And right now they're not going to do that if you don't get good players around. Uh, these vets yeah i mean there's a lot at stake here the one thing that is worth calling out here is like the west being so mediocre has bought the warriors time and in some ways has probably made it so that they don't have to like be as aggressive and panicky when by when making some of these moves you know what i'm saying um and that's kind of that's been part of it too 
So, they are getting further and further away, I think, from the top seeds. I think that's a good call out because they're three games from the four seed. Uh, they're five. No, they're three games from the four seed, four games from the three seed. They have no shot at the one seed or two seed, you would think. So I think at some point, if you're closer, they are only a couple games from near the San Antonio Spurs. If you look at the standings and you've got them up yeah. in front of us now. Um, they're closer to the 12, 13 seed than they are to the three seed. So, you know, I think at some point, if you're the front office, yeah, you are, you could easily make it out into the either four, five, six seed, but you're also pretty close to just sticking in the plane and or not even making the playoffs, for example. Like, what if Draymond goes down for a month? What happens then? <laughs> yeah, they need to go on a run. They're going to, it's, they need to, I mean, Look, man, it just feels like we're in a holding pattern here. I don't know how else to put it. They're probably going to lose big in Boston and in Cleveland. Holding pattern, and I actually don't know if they'll lose in Boston because that's who they are. That's who they are. Oh yeah, they get they're the going to turn it on. Yeah, and then lose at home against the Nets without without um, without KD. They're going to come out half speed and let Kyrie drop sixty on them or something. Ugh, that's depressing. Kings are the four seed. That's pretty impressive for them, but like also two games up on the Warriors. So I don't know. There's, there's a lot to go here. Do you want to, should we get to some, some voicemails? Yeah, let's roll. Let's roll. Let's roll. Let's do it. Let's get to the goons. Night racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Most of you listening right now are probably multitasking, yet while you're listening to me talk, you're probably also driving, cleaning, exercising, or maybe even grocery shopping. But if you're not in some kind of moving vehicle, there's something else you can be doing right now. Getting an auto quote from Progressive Insurance. It's easy, and you could save money by doing it right from your phone. Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Discounts for having multiple vehicles on your policy, being a homeowner, and more. So just like your favorite podcast, Progressive will be with you 24-7, 365 days a year, so you're protected no matter what. Multitask right now. Quote your car insurance at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. All right. The first one is from after the Chicago game, before the the Washington game. Just calling that out. Man, I'm so done with this team. They just lose to the Bulls, who didn't even have their best player, and Zach Levine is an inefficiency merchant when he has the ball. Like I don't understand that. I'm so done with this team. They need to get to the trade deadline so that they can actually just get serious. Uh, but the main thing that I wanted to call today is trying to get clarity on people's understanding on the Moses Moody sentence. Because I can understand that Kerr thinks that Lamb and Moody play different positions. And so it's kind of hard to say, okay, we can't get safe. Give all of Lamb's minutes to Moody and we get 
better results because, well, they play two different kind of styles and different positions. So my question to Doug Nation is, how is Moody going to get minutes if he can't play over Poole, he can't play over Dante, he can't play over Clay, and he can't play over Seth? Unless the answer is Cole needs to go from 27 minutes a game before Seth got injured to about 15 to 20 minutes a game and just only play pool strictly when Seth sits. All right, take it easy, guys. All right, let's talk Moses Moody. Why can't Moody get on the floor? Two reasons. One, does dumb shit on offense. She either shoots a shot, either shoots a three way too quick or dribbles into the paint and just turns it over every time because he's too slow. Um, it infuriates me. I live with it because he's young. Uh, Steve Kerr is not, obviously. He did the same thing with Jordan Poole. He did the same thing with Kaminga. Um, two, he's pretty, pretty bad defensively, but he's bad in a way that he doesn't actually make the flash plays. Like To me, I think Kaminga's pretty overrated defensively. He does a lot of dumb stuff. But he's also pretty flashy. He can stay in front of guys. He can get a block here or there. Um, he's also he can learn quick. Athleticism hides a lot of that. Moody doesn't. To me, that's why he doesn't play. And I don't think he's gonna play the rest of the season. You watch Patrick Baldwin play, Sam, and I'm almost sitting here and going, "Shit, I'd probably have played Baldwin last night, 10, 12 minutes. Same with today. I probably would have played him 10, 12 minutes because just a quicker, better shooter. And he's long enough, big enough that maybe he can be a little bit better on defense to start. Both are pretty bad, but get away with it a little bit. So, yeah, man, if you're Moody, I would think you're probably, what, the 11th guy, 12th guy, maybe even worse on the Warriors right now. I don't think he's going to play the rest of the season. I thought Moody was a little more of a ball mover. He definitely is just looking to shoot it every time. And some of that's on the coaching staff. Like, he's in his head. He thinks, like, if I don't hit a shot, I'm going to get subbed off immediately. Um, But the reality is – he- if they had more front court players, it'd be easier to play Moody in there just as a shooter. They don't. So he's kind of the odd man out here. I don't know who you want to take minutes from at this point, right? Like it's just a it's just a tough, it's it's a tough situation and it's kind of a roster construction issue. It also ball moving is contagious. I mean, last year they he played with guys like Bielitsa and Otto Porter and G, like those guys were right. half the rock, Damian Lee. JTA, if whenever they would play, those guys were looking to move the ball. Uh, Steve Kerr, kind of corny, but he would say the ball has energy, right? And guys like Moses Moody picks up on that. Um, I think when you put him around a team with ball stoppers, you wouldn't call anybody on the Warriors. Like, Anthony Lamb's a ball stopper. Ty Jerome's a ball stopper. Dante's, I mean, he shoots from like 30 feet for no reason. Like, these guys are ball stoppers, so Moses Moody is going to be a ball stopper. Like, that stuff is contagious. It's hard to figure out that style of ball. It's just not how they also that's just not how the NBA goes nowadays. What what team out there in the NBA plays that type of style of basketball? Maybe like two, three. No, it's tough. And and Boston, Draymond and maybe. Steph are so yeah. smart that like you have to be able to keep up. So anyway, yeah. keep moving. Hey guys. Um I wanna say um I'm all for whatever Lakers plan is this summer. Um I don't want Draymond back on the scene next season to be honest. Um Ooh. I think the league has just gotten way better. Uh, and for Draymond Green and Kevon Looney to be non-scoring threats, it's starting to really cost the team. The, the league has gotten more athletic, just much younger legs in the league, and it's wearing guys down. They, they can't get back fast enough. It's just 
you can just see the writing, the writing is on the wall. Um, I'm all for Lake of not extending Bob Myers. I honestly believe that he was lowball. Lake of lowballed him because he already has a guy in mind of who he wants to lead, uh, this team for the next couple of years. Um, and I'm all, I'm all for it. you need a fresh set of eyes, uh, new blood in that front office that's, that's willing to make the tough decisions. Bob Myers does not have the heart to trade a, which I, I know, come on now, Steph Curry's not getting traded. And I'm about 90% sure Clay Thompson is getting traded. But anybody else could and should be on the table. If you could upgrade, let's just say Wiggins to OG Ananobi, I'd do it. If you could flip Draymond Green for Jeremy Grant, Dame wants him anyway, I'd do it. These are the type, the type of moves that I love the goons. that will help this goons. team immediately. If you trade for Jeremy Grant right now, it fixes love a it. lot of your um, a lot of your issues with the second unit. He drives. He can he can defend. <laughs> he can create. I think we're shot. done. Oh no, we're not done. My man, by the way, called pregame. So I'm gonna give him a pass on the Draymond stuff. Just a oh, little. I, I bit. think he would. Yeah, I think he would let it ride post game too. I mean, he no, has some, no, for sure. He, I just want, but I think it's me. worth the context. Uh, I love I it. I love the voicemail line. Don't don't ever fear calling. We're not gonna, you know. Um, I got a stat for you. I got a Draymond stat for you. So can you can you guess? I'm not gonna make you guess, but here are how many times Draymond has scored. He has 17 points today. Here are how many times Draymond has scored 17 plus points by year. So this year he's actually scored 17 plus points three times this year already. We're only halfway through. Ooh. I know, I know. How many times last year? Take a guess. One. Zero. <laughs> and then <laughs> one. And then one time is a close. And one time in 2020 and one time in 2019. So <laughs> Draymond. New, the new bucket getter, Draymond. <laughs> 17 three times in a season. Wow. wow. Um man's looking for a contract. You know, I do think there's, so I don't just, I don't agree with him on uh, the Jeremy Grant Tremont thing, but I do think there's two interesting points that he made. Um, One, I do think they need, they need someone else. So it's not just Draymond and Looney together. I think it's okay to have one of them, but two of them is it's the bulls were able to, to guard them because they knew they didn't have to guard the big men. Right. So I do think that they need to bring in another big man. The second thing I want to uh, say is I kind of agree with him. I don't think Bob has the heart to to blow up the team. Well, you know what? Bob's not going to be managing this team next year. So, <laughs> hmm. monster. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> this is Gabe. Uh, first time calling, and I'm actually in the middle of watching the game right now. But I just kind of came up nice. with a conspiracy theory. Um, I saw that Draymond is two technicals away from getting a suspension. Is it possible is he? that he's intentionally spacing these technicals out so that he'll get suspended for a game right when LeBron's about to break the all-time scoring record, and then he can go and watch in person without having to actually skip a game that he could have played in? That's beautiful. I don't That's know. Beautiful. Seems like he might be up to something. What do you guys think? <laughs> Andy, I don't know. You, I don't Andy, know. Did you know that there is a very realistic chance LeBron will break the record against the Warriors at Chase Center? Like, it's one really? of – I think he's actually on pace to do it the game before that. Oh, he'll wait. But it's like in the – if you just like – if you assume he's going to average like 28 to 30 points and he's going to play all these games, 
it's going to be that week. Go be right around there. If I were LeBron, I would wait. And if I were Adam Silver, I would make sure LeBron breaks breaks it against the Warriors because, you know, I was reading, you know, friend of the show, Ethan Strauss's article about the ratings about, cause he loves talking about ratings, but he's talking about NBA ratings and NFL ratings. And you know, the last time the, anybody cared about the NBA in, in terms of the same level as the NFL uh, was Warriors and, and Cavs. It's Stephen LeBron. So, you know, it feels like nobody cares about LeBron breaking this record, by the way. Maybe I'm just in a Warriors bubble, but does you anybody know, give a shit? No, and, and the, the the saddest part is I don't think Laker fans care about him. So, <laughs> um, for, like, like okay, if Steph breaks a record, Steph means everything to Warriors because he's been here 15 years, and, you know, for all the obvious reasons. LeBron is – he's a Cleveland guy. He's, like, kind of a mercenary. He kind of ruined the Lakers – you know, forcing the Westbrook trade. I think he'd probably get a louder applause in front of Warrior fans than he would in front of Laker fans. From Draymond, think you think Draymond's on the floor just just clapping it up. Draymond's like, dude, everybody, you know what Draymond's, you know Draymond's gonna, you know what Draymond's gonna do. Draymond's gonna pull the Rick Barry and just start yelling at fans. Hey, louder! louder. <laughs> <laughs> one second. What's wrong? Come on, people. What's wrong with you? Hey, one second here. Come on, people. Show a little bit of class. This is a man that I've spent some time talking to. He is going to change this franchise. Everyone stops the game, gets on the announcing table, starts telling everyone to yell louder. Oh, oh! I, now I kind of need that to happen. I'll look at my timeline. I'll see like the same old goods be like, "Got trade him." I hate that guy. Um, yeah, well, we didn't even Let's... mention it, but the the dream on one that came on defense today. It's just. 10 minutes of art, just 10 minutes of art. Uh, the the Wizards went on, what, 8-0, 9-0 run to start the fourth quarter, and I don't mm-hmm. think they scored another bucket for 10 minutes until the end of the game. Jermon said enough, enough. Like, Porzingis having a good game, but he's soft. Enough. Kyle Kuzma, fine, he's chucking threes, whatever. Bradley Beal's not out there, and he just said, he said, I'm putting this to rest, and then he made two bullshit threes. That's kind of when you knew, right, Warriors would win this game. I love that um, some fan was telling him his podcast sucked and they just started hitting threes. <laughs> you got you to gotta hit him where it hurts to get him to actually uh, to hit that other gear. Podcast kind of sucks. <laughs> They're so good. They're still really good. Please get them help. Like, this team sucks right now. Like, please get them help. Like, they're too good. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, I'm watching... Like one of like one of the best ten players ever, and one of the ten best players on defense ever, and we're gonna waste those years for what? Like, for what? Like, get him up. Hey, I mean, look, I kind of agree with him. Get Steph and Draymond help. Get our guys some help here, man. Nothing to disagree about. You guys Next one, Reese, um, long-time listener. What's up, Reese? First or second time caller. Um, just Draymond. Man, Draymond is incredible. I mean, if we don't pay this man, if Joe Lacob doesn't keep this man, I will just lose my goddamn mind. I mean, the offense at the end, you hit like two threes in a row. I mean, that's crazy. Of course you win the game. You hit two threes. But, I mean, even with his, like, antics when he gets, like, mad and – when, like, Steph gets out of the game or he just doesn't seem like you want to play. You know what? Give this man a winning team. Give Draymond a winning team. If he's moping, I'm moping with him. He got 
he is just incredible. I he can punch whoever you know. Maybe you should punch Anthony Lamb. I don't know, but I just love him. <laughs> I think Curry getting his rhythm back. Cole was really good today as well. We definitely needed that. Just very happy that we got a win when it looked like it was going to be the same game as the Chicago Bulls won, and I was going to blow my brains out. Thank you. Very much. <laughs> I- I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced that caller's not Andy using one of those like voice changing softwares. Punch him. Uh. <laughs> Andy Lamb has a punchable fist. By the way, uh, from Phil Lamb does fans, uh, he said you guys need super chats. We do have super chats. I think we, we just, just turned them turn on. It on. My, yeah. That's Next my time. bad, guys. You can get, you can throw one on now. Um, producer Tim is off today. I'm I'm wearing three separate hats right now, and I and I'm making mistakes. But you know Sam, what? It's Sam's okay. doing Sam's doing the stuff. I'm Anthony Lamb. I'm just having fun out here. I'm just clapping it up, <laughs> shooting threes. You know, Steph's I mean, carrying us. I gotta I gotta take for you. I th- so uh, as he's waxing poetic about Draymond and like really, it, it was that kind of game for Draymond. I think it's easy to root for Steph. You got to be kind of a real fan to to want to ride with Draymond because he's an imperfect dude. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you got to you got to you got to have been there for the whole ride. You had to have been there from 2012 when he was playing shooting guard, which is a terrible idea by the way. Um with Mark Jackson and watch that guy basically take David Lee's job from him and turn this really good team, but like we didn't take them serious as a contender, turn them into a dynasty and watch him basically always show up in the biggest moments and be that big game player. He's not perfect and show up every time Uh, he did get suspended from a finals game. He does stuff that is imperfect, but if, if you've been here the whole time, you just accept that's part of the deal for a guy who, I think he's I think he's criminally overrated. The fact that a guys uh, like Westbrook underrated. Oh, oh underrated. You're right. Yeah, guys like Westbrook and Dame are on a top 75 list over him. Ugh. Ugh. No chance. None. Um and I've made my amends with that. I've made my amends with that. Draymond, uh, I'm gonna go down with the ship. As long as he can play, Facts. he's worth it. He's worth it. And I'm I, he's three guys built this culture. Him, Steph, and Clay, uh, and they deserve special treatment. I'm sorry, they do. And you know, when it's time, it's time. But it's not time yet. So no, it's not even. Cl- it's kind of another, at least this season. Next, um, yeah. And you Bob- think you think you think I enjoy him getting on a podcast and ta- and like just slurping LeBron? Like, no, of course not. I just I just pretend I don't hear it and just go on with my day. With no, yeah, just en- just enjoy. It. I mean, just ignore <laughs> it. Um, isn't that what Bob Myers told us when he? punched Jordan Poole in the face and they just mm-hmm. said you know I, I was angry I was just like dude wh- what are we doing here and it comes yeah. out and you play it, all this stuff but the Warriors told you that they told you that look we think he's going to be good enough to fix this we think he should deserve the special treatment like what you just said and we're going to ride with this guy until someday that it's not going to work and that day is not right now even though the Warriors are 21 and 21 that day is not right now you're not upgrading from Draymond Green you're not getting and by the way, and I say this, I feel like I say this every other week. If the Warriors move on from Draymond, I don't want to be the guy that sits there that has to tell Steph Curry. I don't. Because yeah, you, the- get, 
I mean, like, how many Ooh. guys can even play his role? It's Ooh. like, I, I mean, hey, Steph, we're trading Draymond, but we got Giannis. Okay, I'm okay. Sure. You know, yeah, like, sure. Sure. like, like, you know, it's like Bam Adebayo, maybe. You know, like, like, I mean, it's there's not a lot of guys you can't get them. So, you know, anyway, keep him moving. And I'm not, and obviously, you know, a guy like Giannis is significantly better all around than Draymond. But like, there's like five or six guys yeah, who can actually play what he guy. does on defense. You know. Yeah. By the way, shout out Giannis with his Draymond impressions, a bunch of seven point games. He's been strong. He just looks he just looks tired, man. Just it's like weird. Draymond. Just like Draymond. It's, I never thought I'd see the day where Giannis got tired, but he's human too. Um, last one. Let's go. LeBron doesn't get tired. All right, last one. What's up, guys? I'm not a BJ's bathroom this time, so that's good. Um, <laughs> the Wizards game was cool. Like, I'm glad we won and. Like, in all honesty, we need to stack up wins, but we're so stupid. Like, we're just a stupid basketball team. We play no defense, as we all like, no. And I don't care that Anthony Lamb was, like, plus a million. He's, like, not good at playing basketball. Like, he's not good at playing basketball, and I hate that he plays more than, like, 15 minutes. And I know, like, the injuries still hurt and everything, but... Yeah, thankfully, Steph and Jordan Poole came to play. I, I don't get Jordan Poole. I, he's so inconsistent, and it's just like it, – it's like all in his head. If he starts, he balls out. And then as soon as he doesn't start, he's just like, I don't really give a fuck about the game. So that's annoying. But good win. Back at 500, I think, right? 21 and 21 or 22 and 23. Yep. So, yep. yeah, hopefully we beat Boston on Thursday. That'd be sick. Bye, guys. Love you. Oh, the mid five hundred Warriors! What a fucking annoying season. <laughs> By the way, that call kind of encapsulated everything. Which is yeah. like, good win. I'm happy. Let's keep it moving. But goddamn, the problems still persist. Just you know, what's changed after this win? Not much. Um, it's interesting though. It took the Warriors to get yelled at by fans to to take it personal in this game because it looked like they were going to win this game in the third quarter. So. I don't know, Sam. Maybe Kamingo will be back on Thursday. Maybe, maybe Andre, who, by the way, had to sit out two games because I maybe, guess maybe, maybe Joe Lacob hit up Rose Bar with with Clay, Draymond, and Steph, and they reminisce. He's like, "You're right. I, I can't do it. I'll, I'll trade the kids for you." <laughs> <laughs> oh, they'll never right. say that ever. <laughs> All right, I appreciate everyone. We'll be back. Chapman, welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.